This morning on the third hour of today, weather extremes. The Northeast hammered again by downpours and flash flooding. In my 44 years, I've never seen anything like it. While so much of the country is sweating out a dangerous heat wave, and now new concerns about more smoke from those Canadian wildfires, and we're tracking all of it. Then in our series, The Upside, the couple behind a cutting edge idea. Our industry has actually nicknamed us Hair BNB. How they stepped up to help fill seats at salons and barbershops all across the country. Then in Start Today, a knockout boxing workout. Today, Monday, July 17, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good Monday morning. Welcome to the third hour of today. Good to see you. I'm Al along with Chanel. Dylan and Craig are off, but we've got all the way from jolly old England. Hey. <laughs> jolly old Peter England. Simmons, good to see you, my friend. <laughs> it is so lovely to be here, guys. And I got to say, I feel much more comfortable here than in Russia. Listen, well, thank goodness. you have been, you know, people say, oh, you've been around the world and back. You literally have by, yes. by the way, little, the world little known fact about Keir Simmons, Vladimir Pilton felt his arm and went, ooh, you work out? <laughs> Yes. Not everyone can say that. <laughs> Pretty much true. no one can, so, actually. We'll tell you that story another time. <laughs> it's all above board, yeah. I think. Anyway, uh, so good to have you. Uh, we're missing your, your wife and daughters this time around. Yeah, my, I pat my uh, wife and kids away. Uh, they've gone to a gymnastics camp. Actually, the kids are doing gymnastics. There they are, so bless them. Where, and where is gymnastics camp? They, I love this. They're doing a two-week gymnastics camp in Italy. <clears throat> That's oh. amazing. The kids are doing 12 hours of gymnastics a day. Wow. That's what they call a holiday. So, uh, yeah, I mean, wow. they're, they're good. They're great. So that means I'm great. Well, that's, that's what I was just about to say. When the kiddos are fine yeah. and your mom is there, your mom, your wife is happy. Yeah. Then <laughs> your mom is fine. Oh, yeah, exactly. Your mom is fine. That's Everyone's a bonus. Fine. That's a bonus. What about you? How was your weekend? It was kind of quiet. Just yeah. hung around. Uh, uh, got another picture of, of Sky. This by, is going to be granddaughter. the new this is a, There she is in her third hour today, onesie. Aww. So, oh, wow. And I mean, she's changed since this picture. So, Oh, it's, my it's, goodness. It's really kind of amazing. That's that's all I care about. She's, I was just about to say that's going to be it now. A new picture. Pretty much. And new, you're I mean, that is your, your greatest achievement. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it, it truly is. Very, very it truly is. Very Congratulations. How about you? Um, it was a good weekend. It was a lot of rain here yes. on the East Coast. So we went hiking in between the rain. It was mm-hmm. Some girlfriends uh, came to visit me. And then um, after we went hiking, I took your advice. I flew Claire out to New Orleans to see her cousins. I didn't tell you to wow. fly her out no, to no, New Orleans. No, no, no. But you said, hey, Chanel, I think you should change your flight. <laughs> If you, oh. fly, you said if you fly Sunday, you're probably not going to make it. Yeah. So Saturday, last second, I called and I was able to get a last second flight for the two of us. Dropped her off, oh. spent the night oh. in New Orleans and then flew back and all is well. Yeah. When I landed in New York, the, the on one of the signs, it said 81 canceled flights. Yeah. So, so, so wait, so you flew her all the way there? I then flew her all the way there and then see, came right back. Chanel goes a long way to get rid of the kids. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> two, the, two, the two boys are in soccer camp in France. They're headed and right. Claire. <laughs> right. Is in New Orleans. Because I was trying to give her something to do while they have a trip of a lifetime. Mama's got a good week ahead. <laughs> I do. All by myself. Well, as Chanel mentioned, the weather, uh, really almost nobody was spared yeah. over the weekend. In the Northeast, we saw uh, just incredible amounts of rain in such a short period of time, causing deadly flash flooding in Pennsylvania, and that flooding extended all the way up into New England. Massive travel problems as well, uh, with airport delays, just a complete mess. 
Meantime, tens of millions are once again dealing with extreme heat. We're looking for records falling in cities like Tampa, Houston, Phoenix. This goes right on toward the end of the week. Southwest, once again, could get up to 110 degrees. And, of course, we got those Canadian wildfires. They are still burning with no end in sight. 85 million people under air quality alerts for wildfire smoke and ozone still ahead. It's unbelievable. Wow. You know, we get the alerts on our iPhone. I don't remember ever getting this no. many alerts. Yeah, it, it's been a, it's been literally a planet on fire summer. Right. Oh my and goodness. yet it's raining here. In, I feel like I brought the British weather to New York. Right, York. exactly. And, here in and, New York. and the heat wave in Europe, too. Right. Record-setting temperatures from Greece, Italy, France, yeah. Turkey. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We're all in this together. Well, yes. another big story this weekend. Two soaring lottery jackpots. Once again, no one matched the winning Powerball numbers. I put $20 in for all of us last week. I just put $20 in again, for Again, so we're starting all over again? Yes. All right, so now tonight's drawing is worth $900 million. Dollars. And if you're feeling, you sounded like you wanted to go in your in your million million dollars. Million. I've never even seen that movie. I just know because you guys all do. <laughs> what? Uh, I know. Anyway. Really? Nope. Never seen it. Well, uh, if you're feeling really lucky, the Mega Millions jackpot is also up to six hundred forty. Million. Million. Million dollars. We're going to have to get you. That drawing, I know. There's so many things I still need to see. Right. That drawing is tonight. So All right. Luck. Okay. Well, now from Powerball to Power Tennis, here you were glued, I know, to win. Wow. What a match. Yeah. What a match. Unbelievable. Just so set it up. Here we One go. for the ages. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was the young star versus the legend. Spain's Carlos Alcaraz won in dramatic fashion over seven-time Wimbledon champion Novak Djokovic. And this match will be remembered For years to come, it was a grueling five-set final. Djokovic dominated early, but Alcaraz clawed back. He climbed into the stands after the victory to embrace his family. At 20 years old, Alcaraz is the youngest Wimbledon winner since 1985. That's his dad, right? That's his dad there in tears. And then Djokovic, uh, as he conceded in his speech at the end, looked at his eight-year-old son in the stands, still smiling, broke into tears. Um, So it was really, really emotional. And You you see, with Djokovic, it's incredible, isn't it? The dedication, 36, he's won or he's He's, he's won so much, and yet it still brings him to tears. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, incredible, incredible match to watch. And to think, you know, if you're, you know, 20 years old, you're playing a Titan, right? right? Yes. And to hang in there. Right. Yeah. You know, Not what, just hang in, but power but, back. And then yeah. power back, Ooh. and then win. Yeah, I mean, we talk about sport as kind of a lesson for life, and there sure. it is, right? Mm-hmm. You that just, is. how you, you you hold yourself together. Yep. Hold and on. keep yeah. going, because yep. he was a set down yep. at the beginning. Wow. Wow. But also, the, the the flip side of it, the, the grace with which Djokovic Absolutely. After after the loss. Absolutely. Impressive. Well, another huge sports story. This one is here at home. Last night, the city of Miami officially welcomed the man who many consider to be the greatest soccer player ever. The team, Inter Miami, held a welcome event for Lionel Messi, the Argentinian World Cup winner. Messi is. If you don't know soccer, I mean, he is huge. Like I heard people saying, it's like Jordan coming to your hometown. You know, his decision to come play in the MLS here in the United States, as you can imagine, sent the soccer world into a frenzy. So he'll debut with the club this Friday. You'll start to see those jerseys everywhere. It's just so huge uh, for the sport to have him here. Incredible. Yeah. 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 And they, they, the Inter Miami announced a new coach today. 
There's a joke coming. No, Ted Lasso. It's I good. Know it. I knew it. I, whenever your nostrils kind of flare. Oh, no, like, I have a tell. Yeah. Very good. That means, I'll have to start holding them in. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, a, it's a, what is it, beige flag. Exactly. Yeah, so, now I know, isn't that sad? I know your beige you know, flag You know now. Golly. We've been walking together Whoa. way too long. Uh, now to another sports superstar. Now, we're used to seeing Steph Curry do some incredible things on the basketball court. But guess what? He's pretty good at golf as well. When I was little, I used wow. to watch golf. I feel like they'd just whisper and stand very still. Like, that yeah. was not what I, I wanted him to see, to see him keep running, though, through the local town, right, just, <laughs> down the freeway. Hold on, hold on. not like a meme yet. I mean, right? that's a life, once-in-a-lifetime shot. He did that at the American Century uh, Championship in Lake Tahoe. And surprise, he won the event. Uh, uh, Dylan uh, played as well. I don't think she went. I haven't talked to her. No, I haven't talked to her. Well, I don't know that it was that great. She would text us because normally we text over the weekend. If if she had done well, I think we We would have heard about it. So maybe. But the first time she did, she was she was last place. Yeah. And so I told her. So she she may have improved. I think she improved. There you go. Okay. The only way is up. That's what I tell my girls. One would hope. (laughs) All right. Coming up in our Consumer Confidential, how to grow your career, whether you're looking for a job or you're thinking about a promotion. Uh, But first, our dear friend Jill Martin Brooks is here with an incredibly important message and opening up about her own personal health journey. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Back now with our dear friend and today Lifestyle and Commerce contributor, Jill Martin-Brooks. Earlier, Jill shared some very personal news, uh, her own battle with breast cancer. And so she's here to tell us why she decided to speak out along with her surgeon, Dr. Lisa Port, the chief breast cancer surgeon at Mount Sinai Medical Hospital. When I saw you come in this morning, I'm like, oh. Jill's in good hands. Oh, like you so just got the goats. When you just <laughs> said that, I, I, it's, it's so strange to oh, hear. No. I'm still in such We're shock. We're processing. That, yeah. We're processing. So yeah. talk to us about this journey because it, it's really one with twists and turns that you wouldn't even think about. I know. It's, it's, it's really, um, and I'm in shock, so I'm going to try to get through this yeah. and, and, and be cohesive about it. Take a step at a time. Yeah. People are like, so, what happened? Okay. So, so my mother had breast cancer, double mastectomy. Okay. So I knew it ran in my family. My grandmother, my beautiful grandmother passed away of breast cancer. So I knew that, that, that was, oh, there's my grandma. Mm. I knew that I always like, we always talked about it. Yeah. Like I, so I was vigilant about getting tested. So my last mammogram was in January. 
my mammogram is fine. My mammogram is still fine to this day. Mm. Okay. So I know that's scary and we'll get into that. But I, my mother had went after her mastectomy, which was a long time ago. Um, she tested negative for the BRCA gene. Okay. So I thought I never, and I had heard about it. I, I, I know people who have We've had breast cancer. We've talked about it on the show and I don't know BRCA gene. Like, yeah. is there, let's simply put. Yeah. Sure. The, um, there are two genes, BRCA1 and BRCA2. And there are also now a host of other genes. These genes we all have, but if you have what's called a mutation, a change in that gene, which you can pass down to your children, um, it does put you at higher risk for certain kinds of cancers. Breast and ovarian are the most common in women, but there Mm -hmm. are other cancers that are related to the BRCA syndrome, including pancreatic cancer, prostate cancer, melanoma. So these family histories of these cancers as well are also sometimes red flags for having a BRCA mutation. And that those are the factors that, that you need to assess for mm-hmm. and you need to check for in both sides of the family. And I think that's the power. So you were going in for a BRCA t- a test? So no, I had that fibroid surgery yeah. months ago. So I was doing a general test and she said, has your father tested for the gene? I know your mother's negative. And I said, my father, we don't have breast cancer in his family. And so I took the spit test at home, mailed it in, forgot about it. And then they called me and they said, you're positive. So we assumed that my mother's was a false negative, but I did not know. I did not know the prevalence of men with breast cancer. I didn't know you needed to test on your father's side. Thank goodness, because now my father's positive and he's getting screened just because of all of this, because of all of this, we, now he's getting screened for pancreatic, for prostate. He is, for melanoma, he is going to be extra vigilant. So for men, mm-hmm. I really want to say it's it's yeah. not just for so many of us associate breast cancer with women yeah. and the BRCA gene with women. It it is associated with men as well, right. and, and male breast cancer and so, male breast cancer. So doctor, then so help me understand this. Then so. I had prostate cancer. Sure. Should I get tested so my daughters know what their situation is? I, I think I had. I think we should be casting a very wide wow. net for genetic testing. Look, the problem with prostate cancer is it's a very common cancer in men. So it doesn't usually set off a lot of bells and whistles about genetics. But I certainly think there are some factors about prostate cancer if you develop it young and if you develop an aggressive form of prostate mm-hmm. cancer that really puts you at higher risk for having the mm-hmm. gene. Otherwise, a lot of men get, get prostate cancer outside of the genetic. Yeah. Jill, I think you are changing lives already. And so what happened was you were going to get surgery once you found out that you had the BRCA gene, right? Because you said 60 to 9%. Well, so they, we sat down and this was all so fast. And she said, you have a 16 to 90% chance of getting breast cancer. I said, those are not percentages I'm willing to deal with. And 20% of ovarian cancer. So I'll need a, uh, my next surgery will be a hysterectomy, which they actually do the second half of the reconstruction. Then I'm like, what else could you do? Well, you know, my family deals as Al does (laughs) with humor with coping, but, um, so you went in, so so I went in to get the scans for the preventative surgery and they were like, come in immediately. And that's how I, had I not gotten the test, we would be telling a very different story. So I, I feel grateful. I know that I'm heartbroken and I'm Mm -hmm. heartbroken that my parents are watching this now, but my father's getting tested now and screened. And I want men to go out there just like women and get this test. Because if I, 
I couldn't lay there getting this operation. I said this to you. She's like, are you sure you want to do this before? That was everybody's question. I couldn't lay there healing, knowing that I could say to you, please ask your doctor if testing is appropriate Mm -hmm. and you get in your results in those two weeks while I'm healing. I wouldn't have been able to heal Mm -hmm. in peace and grace. Mm -hmm. So this is actually like a selfish Mm -hmm. for me and for everyone else. I just, I I just want to spread the word Mm -hmm. and know that this is not just about women. It's about men. It is. And it's about family history. And, And I know you're having your surgery later this week, Jill, but doctor, what, what's the, what happens after post-surgery? So, um, surgery will, will happen. And then, um, the decision-making about additional treatment happens in part as a result of the results we get from surgery. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, one of the things is meaning that, if I'll need chemotherapy uh, and radiation yeah. and, and look, one of the things I never get tired of saying is there's so much room for optimism now in 2023 in the treatment of breast cancer because um, we have so many options for treatment. Survival has never been better. And we have so many options and there's no one size fits all. So we customize and tailor treatment, not only based on the person, but also based on what we find at surgery. And so it's to be determined, but Mm -hmm. Um, we're we're so optimistic and we're yeah. so honored to take care of her. We love you. Hmm. Thank you. Take I'm care of, care of our Jilly, our cousin to the show. More like our sister. <laughs> thank you. She is. Thank Doctor, you. thank you for thank taking you. care of our girl. Thank you for we having me. Right. Uh, and by the way, there's a terrific uh, essay that Jill wrote on today. You can find it on today. And I'm going to send you matzo ball soup because that's, yeah. it. <laughs> that's it. I've never had it before until she Pray, said it. Prayers and matzo ball <laughs> soup. I did. I call her like, can I send you some soup? <laughs> oh, my God. But we're all sending love and we're sending prayers. I know. I know. You got me. Well, coming up, we've got Consumer Confidential to help you land your next job or grow into the one you've got. Third hour today. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Changing lives, my friend. Welcome back. Our good buddy, Keir Simmons, joins us again, and we have a great Consumer Confidential. We're going to break down one of the top qualities that employers are looking for in job candidates and how to grow if you're feeling stuck in your current job. We've got Dan Roth, the editor-in-chief at LinkedIn, to help us out. Dan, good to see good you. Good morning. Hi, Dan. Nice to have Thanks for having me here. Yes. 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 You, you know, it's interesting. I, this, this, this idea of a number one thing that people can do yeah. for their employers also seems to be to me, something that's good for them in their personal life as well. Is what what is that? So we ask employers all the time, what are the skills most valuable to them? And the one that has consistently been rising to the top is this idea of a growth mindset. Yes. Growth yeah. mindset is all about like, how do you approach a challenge? If you have an obstacle in your in your way, do you embrace that? Do you constantly seek feedback? And if you fail, are you okay with that? Is that a learning experience? Mm. So the way that you handle challenges is all about having a growth mindset or not. So if you're in an interview, should you use that verbiage about growth? mindset. I feel like it seems like a buzz. Yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, what employers really want to hear is examples of how you have a growth mindset. And you've Mm -hmm. got to realize for employers, they are dealing with an incredibly challenging time. They've got like supply chain shocks and and inflation and uh, AI issues that they're dealing with. And they're like, they want to have employees who are going to grow with them, who are going to help come up with innovations. And they need them to be able to change with the times. And that's all about having a growth mindset. Can you kind of give yourself a a growth mindset? Can you kind of make a plan for how to climb that that 
corporate yeah. ladder. Can you have a growth mindset about having a growth mindset? <laughs> yeah, I think you can. It is, you know, it's really, this is something that if you look at kids, they are born with growth mindsets. We all have growth mindsets. We go out and learn something. At some point, we stop learning or we believe that we have learned everything we can. Yeah. And you just want to go into anything that you do and say, I'm open to feedback. I don't mind failing. I'm going to learn from this. My kids, though, I, I have found that I've had to teach them to learn to lose. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Is that part, I mean, that doesn't seem inherent. It seems as if that's something you have to kind of get yeah. to with it. I think there's, diff- there's, all, there's all kinds of studies about this. There are some people who are absolutely embrace the growth mindset as who they are, but it can be taught. And one of the key things is saying to yourself is the word yet. Like, I'm not good at this yet. I haven't, I don't know how to do this yet. And if you are someone who goes into everything and says, I'm going to be better yes. today than I was yesterday, and I'm not great at this yet, yeah. that is great. And I'll, can I give that. you one example of this? Okay. I, I recently talked to Al Roker here okay. uh, about his career. And one of the things Al said was... <laughs> what advice did you have to give? Yeah. This is great. Al said every day before he goes on the show, he gets nervous. And that is an example of a growth mindset when you're doing this job for decades yeah. and you say, I'm not sure if I'm going to, I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. I'm not sure how to pull this off. That is a growth mindset. It's not being confident as being, I'm going to learn in this uh, opportunity. Well, it's also, it's also the fact that on any given day, I could d- do something to take this well, career down. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes you're like, no filter. <laughs> this is what I think. Um, you know, I'm glad we're doing this because quite often we talk about when you're looking for a job, but even this graphic behind you, we talk about things that you can do in your career current role. So it's not necessarily that you're looking for something else, but you can still grow where you are, bloom where you're planted. Yeah. Like your and this is especially important at a time where the economy is questions about what's going on with the economy. Companies aren't hiring as quickly. Some are doing layoffs. You want to be someone who is embracing new opportunities all the time. So again, seek feedback. Uh, be ready. When you fail, you want to do postmortems and say, here's how this project failed. Here's what I learned from it. Here's what other people on the team can learn from Good. it. You want to show to your employer that you are someone who is constantly learning and, and learning new skills. That's another part. Always learn new skills and talk about the new skills that you've developed. Should you be looking for employers who embrace that growth mindset that will help you yeah. have a growth mindset? Great question. So we've seen about a 93% increase in entry-level jobs that now mention learning and development. This is an area where companies are leaning in because they know their employees want it and they want it also themselves. So some great examples, PepsiCo, Amazon, other companies do tuition reimbursement. So they'll, they're like, go and learn and we'll pay for you to learn. One of my favorites is Fidelity. They do shadow uh, jobs where you can shadow someone in their job or you can do rotation rotations to say like hmm. this is i do something totally different different field but i'm going to go and learn how to do this job and see whether it's right I for me that. that feels like a message for parents watching yeah what advice to give you rotate your kids <laughs> <laughs> okay chanel That's i'm gonna have your kids I know, right? and then With kids, gonna have mine. kids are there any other skills that are in high demand finally for employers right now yeah i mean employers are looking for there's all kinds of of, of hard skills are looking for ai skills um all kinds of different computer languages but the important thing is just learning new skills employers want to see that you are learning something so we did a recent survey on linkedin 86 percent of people who took this poll said that they are learning a new skill this year mm-hmm. it's like computer language Languages, regular languages, leadership, negotiation skills. The important thing is just to be learning. You want to yeah. gain new skills all the time because our jobs are changing quickly. Mm. And if you even just want to tread water, do the current job you're, mm. you have, you've got to gain these new skills. Yeah. Dan Roth, great advice. Great Thanks advice. so much. Good. Appreciate it, Dan. That's Thanks. good. I'm like, what new skills am I learning? All right, coming up, another growing business, how a husband and wife branched out beyond their barbershop to create an app that has been a game changer in the hair care business. And then later from haircuts to uppercuts, Ooh. we're jumping into the week with a Ooh. start today. Ouch. We're going to show you a boxing workout today that you can do right in your living room. 
We'll be right back. I'm not even going to skill hanging out with you guys. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> This morning in our series, The Upside, we're heading to the barbershop. So a husband and wife who ran their own hair care business noticed a problem, especially since the pandemic, empty chairs. Mm. So using some sheer creativity, they came up with a solution that's earned them a fitting name. Our industry is actually nicknamed us Hair B&B. And that's like the easiest way to describe what we do. Husband and wife duo, Ty and Courtney Caldwell, are a force in the hair industry. Courtney, the marketing pro. Ty, with nearly 30 years of barbering experience. Make sure you look clean. Having run his barbershop, Salon 74, in Plano, Texas, for more than 20 years. I started cutting hair when I was 10 years old with a pair of paper scissors from school. I'm the seventh of eight kids. We couldn't afford to go to the barbershop or the salon every week. The couple actually met at Ty's barbershop. I was sitting in this chair right here, um, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Together they run Shearshare, an app that connects barbershop and salon owners with freelance professionals in the industry. You can actually go into the app and list your space and your, your station, your, your suites can get booked like you're booking a hotel. Yeah. It all started in 2012, when the industry Ty loved started to shift. People started opening suites and having their own private little businesses. So we wanted to kind of get into the same rat race. However, their suites were often empty, but things changed when they received a call from an independent stylist with a unique request. She asked to rent out our suite on a Friday, Saturday, and I thought it was the craziest idea. She just yeah. wanted to be in a salon where she had all the accoutrements that yes. she went to school to learn. Yes. The chair, the lighting, the mirror. You don't have this in anyone's home. Her clients love the experience so much to where she started asking us to do the same thing in Houston and in Austin and down the street in McKinney, Texas. Ty and Courtney immediately seeing a way to help shop owners like themselves fill their empty chairs and for beauty professionals to rent out space anywhere without signing a long-term contract. And the crazy part is that 40% of chairs sit unused every single day in your neighborhood salon and barbershop. And it shouldn't be that way. The duo started by building trust with local businesses. It was going door to door to salons and barbershops saying, hey, I noticed that you've had five chairs sit empty for the last month. I can help you fill that with qualified talent. To fund their business, they dipped into their retirement accounts. And in 2017, opening up their first rental suites at Salon 74. Today, Shearshare is an app used in nearly 900 cities across the country. A win-win for both stylists and shop owners. I use Shearshare to go to some of my older clients who live on the other side of town. It gives me the salon setting as opposed to going to their house. We're now able to help you fill your chairs. We're able to help professionals come out of school day one and start working. That's right. Yeah. And so we're giving them opportunity to grow where they never thought about it. As the hair industry continues to change, Ty and Courtney see Shearshare as an important addition. I think that what we've built is the future of work. When I think about Shearshare 10, 20 years from now, mm -hmm. I see it being that B2B ecosystem where if you choose to be creative in this space, whatever tool you need in order to be successful and have a long-term successful career in this industry, yeah. we have it for you. That way. <laughs> 
great. Uh, what a great idea. A great idea. Yeah. Well, to continue helping small businesses thrive, Shearshare also offers educational tools, healthcare, and one-of-a-kind liability insurance right there in their app. They're hoping to continue expanding across the country. I have no doubt they will. That's, that's right. Good. See, if yeah, I had to great. go there, they just take you know, a Simon eyes. They, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they give you a scalp moisturizer. A buffing. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, we're coming up. We're punching things up a notch in Start Today. A great workout to get your week started right when we come back. I'll have what she's having. What could go there wrong? Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before. He'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Ready. Here that tie off. Tie off. Kick oh. my heels off. All right, so we are rolling with the roll punches this morning because we are going to <laughs> show you a start today workout that includes some boxing moves. So get up. We're giving you a second right where you are. Move something around. There you go. All right, so here. <laughs> Got it? Okay, good. Uh, we have Rumble Boxing Trainer Jill Goodtree. Jill, good morning hey, Jill. to you. Morning, Jill. <laughs> so let's just start with boxing. Like, what kind of workout does that provide and who can do it? Um, honestly, anybody can do boxing. It's a great full body workout. Both cardio and strength are involved. So my advice is if you can move, you can box. You can move, you can box. So how do you get started? What's the 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 stance? All right. With whatever your non-dominant hand is. Are we bare knuckle boxing here? Okay, settle down, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Settle. Whatever your non-dominant hand is. Uh That's That's how we do it the British right now. Exactly. So if you're a right-handed person, your right foot is going to be in the back. Okay. Okay. You sign your rent checks with your right hand, right foot in the back. Mm -hmm. You want to turn that foot out 45 degrees. Mm -hmm. It's kind of uh, always on an angle because you'll rotate your hips. And then your front foot always points directly forward. Okay. Yeah, got it. Looks like absolutely mm. perfect. Okay. From here, your hands are going to be right up by your cheekbones, mm-hmm. elbows in tight. So notice how my elbows aren't out here, kind of mm-hmm. like a pigeon trying to take flight. Yes. You want to be down tight. That way you protect right. your ribs and, of course, the money. Your face. The money maker, right? right? I've never been in a fight. Hopefully Good. I never. Good. I hope I hope you never are. Little things we never would have imagined. <laughs> it's like I've never like. Please don't hit me if I see. Okay. 
All right, so let's go walk through the six punches. Okay. Really extend your non-dominant hand all the way. Turn your knuckles over. This is your jab. So okay. it's a distance punch. You can think of it as keeping your opponent away from you or when we're boxing at a bag on rumble, keeping your distance from your back. Now pull that hand all the way back. I want you to actually switch your hands, non-dominant hand. So oh, oh okay, up. right. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, right, right, right. never been in a fight either. I, I have been in a face. fight, but I lost. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you should have seen your wife afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing over you. <laughs> that's too, that's too close to the Ready? truth, okay. man. Yep. Jab. Do it faster. Jab. One more time. Jab. Good. One more fast. Jab. Good. Now let's move to our cross. That's your number two. Extend your dominant hand all the way. Your cross is like your strong arm punch, right? It's mm -hmm. long and right. it's powerful because it's your strong side. Yes. Right. Put all the way back. Let's do it together. Cross. Good. Cross. Two more cross. One more cross. Nice. Are you ready to move on? That was good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, done. Okay. Great. Big bend in the elbow. Oh. Yep. Palm faces you. Oh. I want you to rotate your front leg all the way around. Uh, there we uh, go. Okay, yep. So go. you want to be right. looking at the inside of your hand, right. okay. and then right. pull it back to your face. Okay. Ready? Do it together. Front hook. Two more times. Front hook. One more time. Front hook. Now notice how my elbow is in line with my hand. Mm -hmm. That's really key here. If you're dropping your elbow, you're punching at an angle. It's not a hook. It's kind okay. of a cross between a hook and an uppercut. Okay. okay. Shall we move on to our back hook? Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Back hook. That's your number four. Really powerful punch here. I want you to rotate your back leg all the way around. You can pop up onto your toe, and then pull it all the back. way back. There's a lot in the core here, right? Oh, You're yeah, rotating course, a lot. This is why it's That's so good for you. That's the powerhouse of boxing is your okay. core. Is your right. core. Okay. One more time. That, I want to blow like you did. It makes it sound like I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. When you breathe, you yeah. engage your core. It makes ah. the punches even more powerful. Okay. So how often should we be running through? The, is, are there sets of these? Yep. So there's six punches in boxing. Your okay. jab. That's your number one. Uh -huh. Your cross. Two. That's your number two. Your front hook. That's your number three. Your back hook. That's your number four. Can okay. we do it all together? Number five. Yeah, let's do it all together. Okay, all together. Okay. Hands are up. One, one two, two, three, three four, four, five. Oh, 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 oh okay. We forgot it, but we didn't do the five. Five, six. Okay. So right. uppercuts. Imagine you're going right underneath someone's chin. Yep, yep. Okay. palm faces you. Mm -hmm. Good, and then switch it. Number six, that's your back uppercut. So now we do it all together. Let's do it all right. together. All right, Ready? Hands it. up. Yep. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, Ew. five, six. Oh, sorry. All right. Was it six? That was good. Did you just yeah. hit each other? What that was good. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I guess we can do the, you're right. You don't need a lot of material. No, you don't you need a lot of bells and whistles, right. just yourself. But I can feel the heart rate already. You know, yeah, it's I know like the jacket it, came off the tight Well, off. yeah, exactly. I, okay. I could, that was the right thing to do. We're walking about. <laughs> so, no, this was terrific. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for having me. And hey, don't miss a new episode of our Start Today on our streaming channel, Today All Day, How to Build Healthy Habits and Simple Exercises You Can Do at Home. Watch this morning at 10 a.m. today.com slash all day, or you can stream it on Peacock. All right. And we'll put some of these moves on today.com. All right. When we come back, <laughs> we are sharing some stories generating a buzz on today.com. Speaking of which, like an old ketchup debate finally settled. This is a good one. Do you keep ketchup in the fridge? Absolutely. No. Yeah. Yes. Huh? No. Yes. Who wants cold ketchup? On yes. Time? Oh, who wants botulism? <laughs> we'll, be, <what? laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, you know, let me have some salmonella while you're at it. <laughs> we are back with This Is Today, where we highlight some of the top trending and buzzworthy stories on today.com. You can read them or weigh in by scanning the QR code.
Code. And here to break it all down for us today, Digital Director Ariana Davis. Good to see you, Ariana. Good morning. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We love this dress. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, that's my summer look favorite. for you guys. That's going to be this. Uh, this is going to be on This Is Today. <laughs> so, <laughs> sold out. Yes. So we got two big blockbusters that don't seem to, that actually are embracing each other. You got the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer, and now you've got Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yes. So coincidentally, on July 21st this weekend, the two biggest movies of the summer are coming out on the same day, and they couldn't be more different. Oppenheimer tells the story of J. Robert Oppenheimer, the scientist behind the atomic bomb. It's supposed to be like drama. Sure. And then you have on the flip side of that the flashy hot pink Barbie movie, which tells kind of the origin story of the doll. And they both come out on July 21st. And apparently, according to AMC theaters, more than 20,000 people have already purchased like double feature tickets because they want to go all on the same day to see both of these movies back to back. So funny. I didn't know it was the origin story of Barbie. I've been wondering what it was about. So it's going to be a big weekend. Okay. Major news from McDonald's. Quite a few menu changes to look out for. Yes. This first one grabbed my attention. So during the pandemic, the McCafe Bakery released a cinnamon roll, a blueberry muffin, and an apple fritter. Not to be confused with the apple pie, the apple fritter. Yes. Because they were kind of grab and go items. You didn't have to be in person for much of the the Uh, order preparation. But they're discontinuing them now. People are upset about Uh, this. Yes. People are, our food reporter, Jola Morris, said people are not loving it get the uh-huh. time there. um but there are so we don't have an exact date but they did con- confirm to today.com that they will be discontinued so you might want to try to grab them That's while you it. still I think they July 15th they were going to start well, closing there are other out. places you can get bakery items yes you can uh-huh. and and but there are some good well, news is that are. there are going to oh. be a couple of new McDonald's items that are being added okay. in limited cities right now there's going to be a cheesy jalapeno egg McMuffin Ooh. and also okay. a jalapeno bacon quarter pounder with cheese this is so okay. good we just exercised and, now and, we and just yeah, Chanel says oh, jalapeno business. Jalapeno, <laughs> jalapeno face. That's another one. Oh, I just need to think of the, the, the joke itself. This, okay. Our little healthy yeah. breakfast. So we oh, don't wait, have the jalapeno burger just yet because it's not available in New York. If you oh. want to know the cities, oh, wow. you can head to today.com. So this I just brought you guys burger? an egg McMuffin. Oh, oh, this is a sausage just for, okay. like, this just for yeah. a little cheaper breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And also you might want to enjoy these McCafe items before they're no longer available. Because they're going to be they're a hot commodity. Okay, fabulous. And then talking about burgers, the big condiment debate, right? We all yes. know what Al thinks. Uh, take us through this. It, it, it's tomato ketchup. Uh, by the way, in Britain, we call it tomato sauce. You know that? Tomato sauce. Yeah. Tomato sauce. Sounds much classier <laughs> than ketchup. <laughs> what yes. do you say? So I just say ketchup, but basically, I mean, everyone's been wondering, do you refrigerate ketchup after opening? Right. Yes or no? Yes. And Heinz officially says, yes, you should be refrigerating what? it okay. after opening. Yeah. So, Hello. Yes, because it really helps to... Who oh, this is question, this is from Heinz. In the UK, all over. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh. you see, we know. We know. <laughs> the British, the British tomato yeah. sauce users. We know say, how to not poison ourselves. Yes. Yeah. To maintain the best product quality, they've always recommended both on the bottle and in their website that you should make sure to refrigerate after opening. I am oh. shocked. Yes. And but when you get a ketchup well, packet, are you shocked by that? No, because you go to McDonald's and you get a ketchup packet. The ketchup oh, okay. packet is not cold. Yeah, but it's yeah. closed. And a lot of people argue that when it's, it's on the on the shelf, I mean, tomato ketchup is on the shelf in the store, <laughs> but once you, once open, you it, open it, it has to be refrigerated. Close it. <laughs> that That's not how it works. Funny, yeah. And now, here's a, it's amazing that your children have gotten as old as they are. <laughs> no, Good we're 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 hey, you know what? No, no, I opened the milk. No, no, no. I opened the milk no, and I closed no, it. No. I left it out. What's the problem? No. It's chunky. No, I'm so not, so no, I'm all the little bugs and the diseases, they all go in there when you open it. And then you see it and they stay in there. This might be my first thread. I've been thinking about joining threads. do it, yes. Because I know that I am not alone. I mean, fine. Okay, just because you're not alone, did your mother ever say to you, if everybody's jumping off a bridge, you're jumping off? My mom is watching.
actually, we did not. Put, I don't like cold ketchup. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's well, yuck. The, <laughs> yuck. I can't some French fries. Ooh, let me I put some cold ketchup on my yuck. fries. Let's would you rather put Would you rather put ketchup on your fries where things are jumping off it? <laughs> anyway, Ariana, thank you so much thank for you. more on these stories. I like wow, it. we're going to keep going for hours. <laughs> Head to today.com, scan the QR code to sign up for This Is Today newsletter. You'll get the latest in news, pop culture, and more in your me email. Eat. I'm trying to eat clean every today. Morning. Morning. Yeah, well, eat clean. You don't, you don't refrigerate food. How are you going to eat clean? Third hour today, I'll be right back. Get this girl some room temperature ketchup. It's just because you yell doesn't arguing. make it true. We're still like, arguing. So, well, Al does is he yells, and so you can't, even if you're arguing. He's passionate Yeah, about but even though I'm right, he yells to make himself sound right. Silence. That's all. That's all the time Silence. we have for today. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for Hope being here. Hope you enjoy here. that cold ketchup see. on your hot fries. <laughs> being right's the best reward. <laughs>